is the EWN Podcast Network. And welcome back to the Beauty Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Day, and the CEO of Beauty Boss Network, your go-to resource to find everything you need to break out, fall out, and blossom into the beauty boss of your dreams. Within Beauty Boss Network, we provide you with access to insider tips from the best and the brightest in the beauty industry, give you breakthrough ideas and insights for your business, create life-changing and career-elevating events, and facilitate your ability to network with other beauty industry professionals in an environment designed to boost your career. For our first-time listeners, the Beauty Boss Podcast is where we interview some of the biggest names in the beauty business and peel back the curtain on their success so that we can extract solid advice that will help you take your career to the next level. Let's get this party started. Started, shall we? Beauty Boss Network. In honor of our official launch, I guess it's only appropriate to go ahead and announce that on August 6th in Dallas, Texas, we are throwing our official launch party. And you're invited. So go ahead and mark your calendar to join us for a Beauty Boss brunch party featuring an inspiring Beauty Boss panel with some swag, raffle prizes, bottomless pink mimosas, some brunch bites, and a bomb group of Beauty Bosses to network with. Details about the launch party are available on our website, www.beautybossnetwork.com, or you can email your questions to thebuzz at beautybossnetwork.com. It's going to be lit. OMG, use a boss. Beauty Boss Network. Come on, slay, boss. All right, beauty bosses, back to the task at hand. This is a particularly special guest. I feel so blessed to call this inspiring man a friend and cannot wait to share him with you today. AJ Crimson is the rock star of the beauty industry, an entrepreneur, makeup artist, and beauty lifestyle expert, as well as one of the most trusted names and leading authorities in the beauty industry. AJ's established reputation as an innovative beauty solutionist has made him and his products a first choice for artists and celebrities, including Fergie of the Black Eyed Peas, Hilary Duff, Adrian Bailon of The Real, Serrier of Fox's Empire, Christina Milian, Brandy, Raven Simone, Estelle, Regina King, Angela Bassett, Emma Marie, Latoya Luckett, Keisha Cole, Missy Elliott, and like way more, but I'm running out of breath. His products are also used on the television series American Horror Story, Empire, Scandal, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, The View, VH1's Hit the Floor, The Real, and The Box Office Smash, The Hunger Games, and in countless runways shows. AJ's strong commitment to excellence and willingness to learn have been his key instruments in paving the way for his success. Self-taught as a makeup artist, AJ fell in love with giving women the tools and permission to fall in love with themselves again by helping them find their true beauty both outwardly and from within. Through those experiences, AJ learned several invaluable lessons and built his brand on the concept of it's not about restructuring your face but enhancing what you already have. The client is always the star and the makeup is the co-star. Sending out on his own to enhance the lives of women on a broader scale, he ventured into the world of entrepreneurship and never looked back. A decade later, AJ's work has been 
been featured in fashion, beauty, and music magazines worldwide, including Vogue, Glamour, Marie Claire, InStyle, Harper's Bazaar, Esquire, Essence, and leading Japanese entertainment magazines Blenda and Lure. He has also had the opportunity to work alongside some of the best in the business, including Pat McGrath for Paris Fashion Week, and was delighted to have a hand in creating cutting-edge beauty techniques under the masterful instruction and eyes of makeup legends Joanne Gare and Matthew Anderson. The AJ Crimson Beauty Cosmetic line, like most great inventions, was born out of necessity. AJ said, I felt like there was an absolute need to bring products to women that actually worked and didn't oxidize or change. I wanted to create a product inclusive of women of all ethnicities, a product all women could find ownership in and believe in. So often, makeup has been designed with a one-size-fits-all mentality, and with black women and women of color, my cosmetic line contains shades for women of every ethnic background and skin tone. AJ's cosmetic line has been voted the number one multicultural makeup brand in fall of 2016, AJ Crimson opened his flagship store on Melrose Avenue in the heart of Los Angeles. I went in and visited AJ in the store and decided to start off by throwing his story all the way back to the beginning. It's so funny with his incredible success, his take on who he is is a little bit more humble. Just some guy from Detroit who decided to that one day he was going to be really successful at something, not really sure what, but just it's got to be something. And um, and I, I've, I've worked in a, a ton of different capacities. I've always tried things that I wanted to uh, explore, things that I wanted to know more about. And eventually um, it just kind of rounded itself out into makeup. Makeup happened to be that thing. And, and it was it was never something that I just woke up as a kid like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a makeup artist. However, I think that with everything that I've done and everything that I'm doing, it, it makes perfect sense that I'm in the beauty space, mm -hmm. you know, um, just from a background in uh, radio or public speaking and then also moving that into more creative uh, things. Like I thought I was going to be an architect, but I guess at the end of the day, like I am kind of an architect of um, of image and an architect of, you know, um, of, of product and brand and, and just the full execution. And my time is, my time in artist development, you know, really helps to shape things because you have to know what that end project is supposed to look like before it's even concepted. Spoken like such a true artist, and he really is such an architect of the face, yet his unique background and the various spaces he's navigated through in his career have also made him an incredibly savvy businessman, and that's something I find so unique about somebody that is such a strong artist, but just equally as business savvy, it's such a rare combination to find, and a successful one at that. And studies show that the way you spend the first 90 minutes or the start of your day is the most important. So when it comes to the super successful people, I'm always intrigued to know what gets them up in the morning, what gets them going. All the things that it takes to just kind of keep the brand going are the things that wake me up. I mean, there's the excitement of, from, because um, I'm kind of uh, neurotic about it. Like I, I get all of the sales to my phone. So anytime something pings or comes in, it comes in like a ching, like a noise on my phone. So I can literally be sleeping. It's five o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning, and I'll wake up to that sound because I just want to see like what did they get, you know? Um, and I think that's always really interesting, just to see like what people gravitate towards, you know, like of your product and something that you designed, you know.
social media game strong. So all my beauty bosses whose social media could use a little improvement, then you need to download our social media maven pack. This social media bundle gives you the insight you need to grow your following and gets you everything you need to grow your social media. So head on over to beautybossnetwork.com so that you can get your social media game strong. What's so important to note, too, is it doesn't matter that you become super successful. What becomes almost harder than making it to the top is staying at the top. So I'm always curious to know, what are you doing to stay relevant? What are you doing to keep people coming back, to keep people excited about AJ Crimson Beauty? And so that's exactly what I wanted to know. Let's just take a listen. You know, there's always something new like being that's coming to the table or, you know, maybe we were out of something and people were like, oh my God, like when is this back in stock? And then we finally get it back in. So then I'm excited to just see like how fast does it go again, you know, or, um, or what prompted them to want to try the brand. I think that's what's really exciting. So we had a recent hit on a celebrity, you know, happened to talk about it on a national show. And then before I even knew what that was, there were all of these sales like coming in at a weird hour in the night. And I was just like, what is going on? Like what happened? I think the products that we've launched are classics. You know, it's not, we're not like a trendy brand. We're not like, oh, we're just jumping on every trend and trying to put something out to follow behind it. Uh, I think that we are setting the trend. You know, we're giving women a lane to uh, find themselves in. And I think that that alone is a trend, you know, to find yourself, to find your own beauty. You know, that's the biggest trend that you can have. The one that you can follow is to being able to see, look in the mirror and see yourself, uh, whether you have product on or not. You know, and then if you are incorporating product, you should still be able to um, identify with who you are and, you know, and feel even that much more excited about you. For those of you beauty bosses that dream of being the next AJ Crimson and starting your own product line, I think that it's also a really great moment to recognize and realize that it's not just about coming out with another product line. You don't just want to throw things out there. There's a tremendous amount of thought and concepting that goes into creating an incredibly successful product. And AJ didn't create the number one multicultural makeup brand by being a follower and just coming out with something for the sake of coming out with it. So what is so key in being able to do that, to be the number one in your category, is recognizing it's not about the product that you're selling, it's about the impact that you're selling. How does your product or service illuminate someone's life, right? Not how does the product illuminate someone's life, but how does it how does it benefit somebody's life for the better? And so recognizing the hole in the market so that you can fill it and come out with something that's actually unique and different and benefit someone's life in a way the market has never been able to do before. And so AJ kind of was kind enough to really detail that that collaborative or conceptual process, rather, excuse me, it wasn't a collaborative effort. It was a conceptualizing of recognizing where the hole was and how he was going to fix it. In a, in a world where, you know, we have concealer, highlighter, highlighting powder, you know, we have 30 products just to get one face together, we've simplified it and made it an all-in-one. So aside from the color, you really can use it as a concealer, highlighter. You can use it as your foundation. You can use it to cover tattoos. You can use it to... Uh, just create tone or bronze the skin or warm the skin. It, almost anything you want to do. You can use it in the brow. I use it as liner. It's just so multi-purpose. Um, 
I think it's just the best thing that one can have in their kit. I think people in general just have to get out of the mindset that you're just one color all over because you're not. It doesn't matter how fair you are or how rich your uh, complexion is, you're not one color all over because uh, you have to break that down. You're using something lighter for concealer for a reason. You're using something warmer for contour for a reason. So when you take that out, then you kind of get to this, you, you understand my process a little bit more. And when creating this line, it was to really speak to girls who are rarely spoken to. Going out to high-end retailers uh, and looking and searching that floor, there's not always something for everyone. However, if you go into their shoe departments, you see tons of black faces, you see tons of people of color like spending a lot of money on $800, $1,000 shoes, but there's nothing for me that speaks directly to me on the beauty floor, that's a problem. My answer to that is, hey, you know, brown girl, like you stop, stop begging someone that was never really speaking to you in the first place to create something for you or you begging to be a part of their box or play in their sandbox when there's one over here that was created and molded for you and around you. And that was, that's, that's the overall, I think that's what makes us special. That's the thing that makes us great. And that's the thing that women have uh, found themselves attracting uh, or, or dropping whatever they're using and supporting the brand uh, through thick and thin because uh, because we did have that boy we had we spoke to you first and it's coming from within and the great thing about it is uh, I know that I speak a lot towards like uh, deeper skin tones and like brown girls but the line is all inclusive that's the great thing I think that what we you know Without, um, without really doing the reverse of what most brands do, where they exclude you know, a specific skin tone or a range, uh, we really can fit everyone into it. I just think that it was important for me to showcase just a girl we just never get to see. to you by CelebritScience.com, making you the leading brand in your category. Hey, y'all, this is Amani, and this is my beauty blooper. Okay, so one time I was at work sitting with my desk mate, and my boss wanted to come up because he wanted to, like, have a little one-on-one with us. So we're sitting here. Mind you, this day I decided that I didn't want to sew down my wig. I decided to just clip it on, and I used—these clips had to be old and raggedy. Like, this is an old wig, first of all. And then the wig clips are just as old as the wig is, so it wasn't holding as good— but, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm only wearing it for one day. It's not a really big deal. So I'm sitting here talking to my boss as my wig decides to start slipping off of my head. <laughs> so I'm sitting here trying to, like, hold it in place. But it's, like, slowly falling off my head the whole time. So it's just really awkward. I'm just thinking, like, please, can you hurry up? Like, what are you even talking about? A crisis is going down right now. You don't even notice it. Like, I'm not trying to be embarrassed. Mind you, we're in the corporate office floor. It's people around. Like, so many people around, people are walking by constantly, and here I am with my wig just sliding off my head. So by the time he finished talking to me, it's like sitting like a ponytail at this point. Like, it looks like cornrows and then, like, a ponytail <laughs> sitting at the back of my head. So, yeah, he didn't say anything because I don't know if he didn't see it or I don't know if he was just trying to be polite. But, you know, that's what happened. <laughs> that's my beauty blooper. <laughs>
<laughs> that was the best. If you want to feature your beauty blooper on our podcast, record your blooper on your phone, email the audio into thebuzz at beautybossnetwork.com, and we might just feature your beauty blooper on our next show. We did a giveaway on our Instagram page a week or so ago, and I am so excited to announce the winner. If you missed out, make sure you're following us on our Instagram account, beautyboss.network, because we actually gave away the opportunity to be featured on our next podcast, and I'm so excited to announce our winner. Huge congratulations to at Imani underscore white. You won, and you are going to be featured on our next podcast, girl. Congratulations, beauty boss. Can't wait to have you on our show. Be a boss. AJ really got rich in his niche, and he found the lane that he wanted to run in. He zoned in on it, and he just sprinted all the way down. And he finds his inspiration from everywhere, including the girl that we never get to see, and continues to seek inspiration from those spaces that are often overlooked. I watched a, a YouTube video or Instagram video recently where a girl was using my product, and in her demo, she had created a mixture of uh, a mixture of like shimmer powder or like highlighting powder with some type of uh, priming solution. Yeah, exactly. And it was so good, right? And I thought I was like, oh my god! And literally, I watched her do this, and I looked at that. I was like, you know what? I need to look into that. I'm gonna see if I can make that because if she's just mixing it up, doing something at home, and in my head, I was thinking, if she doesn't make this soon, I'm gonna make it. So you know, cheesy brie. I love. <laughs> Sorry. Producer interjection. <laughs> um. So you guys know I love a good cheesy pun. I'm a punny girl. <laughs> I like a good pun. And with AJ being the foundation king, I wanted to know, what is the foundation of his success? The foundation of my success is that I have to be successful for me first. You know, like I can't I can't listen to all the people that would say that something isn't going to work. If I can think it, it can happen. Maybe it took me a little bit longer to get there, um, but I can figure it out. You know, we can get we can get close to it, and we just continue to perfect it. I just continue to perfect what it is that I'm doing. Like I didn't this particular brand. I didn't have uh, I didn't have any investors. I didn't have any backers to do it. I had myself and um, and the money that income that I was earning to put back into it and. Um, and along the way of starting it, you know, I picked up, you know, I got some really great people helping me. I have Michael, uh, who helps me on a regular basis every day, like since we started, since we started this. So, you know, so that's really key, you know, getting like great people that believe in the in the vision and that can see it. And, you know, and even at times when um, like I because I come up with some some zany things over the years where it's like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should just do that. Oh, we should. And I'm, I'm very like, oh, I just want to I'm thinking it. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. And we jump right in, you know, feet first and just figure out all the things after. And I, but, I, but for me, that's the best way for me to learn, yeah. you know, and maybe it'll be good and great and we'll love it. But, you know, sometimes it's not always good. Sometimes it's not always great. And I think that's the thing that's if you can if you can get past that moment of the failure or where you perceive to be the failure, then you're able to 
um, you'll be able to grow from that moment and then you'll be able to see a more prosperous side and you'll be able to celebrate your success. Success is a little bit better. You know, you won't always be focusing on such negative things because the negative things are really positive. They're learning lessons. So speaking of setting yourself up for success, we have the perfect resource to help you with that. So make sure you download our Boss Bucks Bundle, giving you all the resources you need to manage your money, honey, like a boss. Check it out on our website. Be a boss. I think it's easy when you don't feel like you're where you want to be in terms of how successful you are to think, oh man, if I was just a little bit more successful, if I was just a little bit farther, if my bank account was just a little bit higher balance, if I just had a little bit more business, I'd be perfect. I'd be happy. I'd be set. And what I love about AJ is his transparency and, and really owning the fact that, you know, Massive success comes with, you know, massive responsibility and your problems don't just stop. They don't just stay the same. As your business grows, your problems grow, right? It just really, it doesn't get easier. You just get better at it. And, um, you know, you still have to make compromises. You still have to make tough decisions. And, you know, it's not always what you want it to be. It's not all, it's all smoke and mirrors at the end of the day. And, And everybody that is wildly successful still has to make those sacrifices. And I love how real AJ is because while his beauty atelier is gorgeous, I mean, it is like to the nines beautiful, such a luxurious space to be in. I was shocked when he told me that it wasn't exactly what he dreamed that it would be. And you would never know it, right? So it's always about making the best out of what you got. Before we had the space done, I sat in here for about a month with it just empty and blank and just I had it painted all white just so that it could be completely a blank space. And I didn't know what it was going to look like. I even put a budget together of what I would, I actually shot all the things that I wanted because I didn't really know what I wanted to look like. And I went to all the stores that I knew of or stores that I love and I just picked out things that caught my eye. And I started to build this collage of what I thought the store would look like, coupled with what was ever happening in my head. And the amount of money that it would have taken to produce that was not available for that for that juncture. You know, it just was like, okay, you're not getting all of this. And, you know, I had to come back and I sat here and I was, you know, I was a little sad because I couldn't get everything that I wanted. And, you know, but then it just kind of pushed. But it, what it did, it gave me a direction, at least, of what I thought it would look like. Now that um, that the entrepreneur in you goes back to the table and then you start to figure out, how do I make this happen? How do I, how do I create the look for less? You know, like, how do you, you know, because there isn't a million dollar build out budget, you know, for the store. But how do you get the same... Uh, the same feel and the same aesthetic as if you did have a million dollars. And that's where the creativity comes into play. Uh, when you don't have much to do all the things you want, then that's when the creativity comes out. Like these walls, like I love the walls and I say, for me, this is a beautiful mistake because I painted one of these walls three times, you know, just because I, did, I wanted it to look one way. I thought the paint that I was gonna have, that I was gonna use was gonna give me one effect and it didn't give me that effect at all. And I didn't love it when I was done with it. Uh, so I just erased it basically. Then I came back with like another uh, color and tried that, didn't necessarily love it. So I just said, oh, it's just gonna go back white. But while doing that, 
uh, one of the other walls, the opposite wall, I basically took a different method or I was putting it on and, and it wasn't going on solid, but it started to go on in this textured type of way that I was like, let me just keep going and see what happens with this. And it became this beautiful textured wall that reminded me of the backdrop of that you would see like on the cover of Vogue magazine. It totally does. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. I just painted the Vogue backdrop on my <laughs> wall. I was like, now I have to go back and get it. I have to go back and do the other wall like that. And so for me, that was, that couldn't have happened if I had just hired somebody to do it. Such a beautiful mistake. And I love finding the silver lining and just not giving up. And then you find the Vogue wall. And who doesn't want the Vogue wall in their space of inspiration? So that is really, really cool. And AJ is such a master at, you know, staying in a positive state of mind and finding the beauty in every, you know, obstacle in life. And so it's always interesting to recognize that, you know, just because he's optimistic does not mean that he doesn't go through his lows and his moments of disappointment. So in addition to what gets you up in the morning, what gets you excited, like we talked about earlier, I was really curious to know what keeps you up at night. We all stay up at night. There's always something keeping us up at night. And obviously, like we said, as your success grows, so do your problems. So I was really curious what he had to say. And again, was just blown away by his transparency. This is a lot of personal beating up like you just beat yourself up sometimes maybe because things just didn't go as you planned it didn't go like you thought it would or maybe you didn't you felt like you didn't spend the money the right way or maybe you know um or maybe just the sales aren't coming in the way you thought they would come in you know and you're trying something but you know or, did, or something just didn't happen as fast as you wanted it to so there's a, there's that side of it you know there's the side where um you know, you just have like a bad day. Like I remember recently, or not not recent. Well, you know, it wasn't too long ago. I was just having a really bad Monday, and I just didn't. Um, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to think about work. I didn't want to think about what um, what was next or what we're doing next. I, I mean, I just because you just you're so consumed with those with those thoughts all day, every day. I mean, that I think maybe the stress of everything or you know, just kind of, it just put me in a place where I just just didn't feel like it. And I went to my end. I was laying down on my bed, and I was I was thinking like I gotta I gotta figure out a way to feel better. And that way for me was I wanted to know, or I wanted to hear about somebody else's joy or somebody else's happiness or what made them happy that day. Do you remember that post? And after reading about, I think we got like maybe 50, I got like 50 messages on that particular post. And I was just laying in bed reading them and the stories, like one woman, she was happy because she had just um, got funding for the cancer treatment that she needed. Another woman had finally had a day off and she made some cookies and she was just laying in bed with her kids and her husband. And that would, that made her day. And then someone else, um, they were really excited because uh, their mother was sick in the hospital. And, you know, she got, she got through her surgery okay. Like it was some real, like some really major surgery. And then another girl was just like happy because she had just graduated. It was just so many, so many great stories in that that made me feel like, hey, like, you know what? 
not that my, not that what ever was getting me down that day was any less important, but for me in that space, it was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm, how, how lucky am I that I can, I can come to 729 North La Brea, you know, tomorrow and Your name. see my name on the, on the building and I can, yes, yeah, it isn't gold. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I have an opportunity to work and I'm healthy and I'm not, you know, um, I'm not battling some of these things, you know, that, that, that they were so grateful for. There's this really great quote that I, I had come across a while ago and it said, you have everything to succeed right now. You know, you have everything you need to succeed right now. And there's people who, um, so you don't have to wait on the sun and the moon and the stars all to align in order for you to, you know, get what you need going. That is so well said and, and so relatable on, gosh, so many different levels. And I think that that's something that everybody can really learn from and growth from. And, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done. It's one thing to hear that you've got all the tools that you need to be successful, right? But when you're feeling really low or really down or uninspired, it's kind of hard to find those tools in those moments. So I was curious to know how AJ digs deep to to really push himself to the next level. I'm most competitive with myself. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have, I don't, I don't have any other competition but me. You know, and my race is long, so, you know, I just, I'm continuously, I'm like Starbucks. Like, I just put, I put, I put more of me on every corner just to compete with myself. So whether it's beauty for brunch, then that has to do, my beauty for brunch in D.C., you know, it's got to do better than my beauty brunch in L.A. Or my beauty brunch in, you know, New York has to be better than D.C. You know, so I'm just consistently evolving and consistently uh challenging myself to be better tomorrow than I was yesterday and that I was today, you know. And I think when you live by that, then you, I, I don't have all the stresses of other people. I don't have all the stresses that, um, of, oh, well, what is brand X doing? You know, like, well, we need to be doing that too. That's not, if it's, if we are already doing it, then it just wasn't in my space to do that. You know, maybe a cool idea and maybe we'll come up with something that, feels like that, oh, like may, maybe we can put our own spin on it. But I'm never at a, in a race to, to be next to anybody else. Yes, stay in your own lane. Keep your eyes on your own mat if you're a yogi. Whatever you got to do to really stay focused on yourself. And one of the best techniques in anything is to always, everything that you do, instead of comparing it to someone else, compare it to the person you were yesterday. You plan out what you want to do, you do what you want to do, and then you review what you did. It's called plan, do, review. Everything that you do, you got to plan it, you got to do it, and then you got to review it. You've got to assess yourself and you've got to figure out what was the strengths, what was the weaknesses, and from that you grow. And as long as you do that and you're honest with yourself and your growth, it doesn't matter what the universe throws at you, you can face anything. And in doing that is exactly how AJ's been able to navigate through all of the obstacles he's been faced with, including building his business right when the economy crashed. There's so many lessons to be learned and it was such a great experience um, having that opportunity to build that, build a business uh, in a time when the economy was great and things were booming to watching the economy fall and like literally like a rug be pulled from under the feet of everybody, you know, in the U.S. and having to figure out like, what are you going to do? Like, how's that going to work? And that was an effect that 
not only affected businesses uh, like product, but also the makeup industry, like which was my direct line of income. You know, you go from enjoying, you know, four thousand dollar, five thousand dollar day rates to, well, you know, now YouTube is here and now Instagram is here and now you know, so now you see people hiring celebrities that you once knew. I mean, there was a time I've seen it where literally people that employed you were now almost like your competition for the job. It was just like, what? Like, I'm competing against you for the same check? How does that work? You know, or seeing people who just are so excited to be put on, you know, but are really good. I think that's the, that's really the interesting thing about Instagram and YouTube is that you're finding you have access to more really great artists than what you would have known before. Like you, some of these people are they're becoming discovered off of that, right. but they're not, they don't know their value. So that's the big, that's the big disconnect. So where you like because for that quality of work, yeah, the beauty, but not the boss. Because if you were, if you, if you were a beauty, if you were a beauty boss, then you would know that you shouldn't be charging. $25 for that service. She shouldn't be charging $250 for that service. And when you do that because you're just so eager to get on somebody's Instagram page, you know, then you basically kind of shifted the earning potential for everyone. Hallelujah. Amen to that. Can we all just give AJ an amen real quick? Because, I mean, he couldn't have said it any better. This is something that I am so passionate about and a huge part of why Beauty Boss Network is even in existence because it's educating and it's offering the resources for beauty industry professionals to know what is necessary to take their career to the next level. And there is nothing that eats me up more than seeing somebody that doesn't know their potential, not only for them, but for everybody else, just like AJ said. So if you take anything away from this podcast, I hope it's that. I'm just like half tempted to wrap this up right now because that nugget right there is everything. I mean, y'all better recognize what you contribute to this community, to this industry, and charge accordingly and do your research. Stop not only shortcutting yourself, but shortcutting or shortchanging everybody in the industry as a whole. All right. Thanks for that, Brand. I'm going to go ahead and step off my soapbox now. So, on a lighter note, let's have a little bit of fun, shall we? While I was in AJ's store, I just had a few silly questions. I told him not to think about the answer. Just say the first stream of consciousness that comes to mind. Best piece of advice you ever got? Um, always ask for a better price. Worst piece of advice? That's not realistic. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Yes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love dogs. Favorite app? Favorite app? Agent Crimson Beauty app. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Yeah. Random yeah. Day or night? Day. Okay. Positive attitude or smart? Positive attitude. Favorite beauty hack? Ooh. That one, I don't know. I have to think a favorite beauty hack. Oh, uh, there's this thing I do with a sponge and I put it behind an eyelash and I use it to lift the lash and put mascara on it so I don't disrupt any of the uh, eye work. Which is your favorite lipstick of your line? Oh, my favorite lipstick, no explanation. Of course it is. Yes, because none is needed. It's just such a great color. And now my new favorite is becoming Ruby Who. (laughs) 
Yeah. Which is so funny. Um, I love it. Somebody said, so actually, like, a, we had a, a roundtable discussion on, like, what to name some of the colors. And um, uh, someone that was working with us, they came at the table. They were like, oh, like, what about Ruby Who? And I was like, oh, my God, that is so nuts. Everybody's going to think we're trying to be so shady, like, against, like, Ruby Woo. And I was like, no. I said, well, you know, but maybe that's a good thing. Let, let them think whatever they want, you know? I was like, but it, is, it was such a dope name, right? So I was like, Ruby Who? And then uh, my friend Jamal. Buster, he came up with, uh, we have a lipstick called Chasing Saturday. And I was like, oh my God, I, when I heard it, I was like, I love Chasing Saturday. Like, that just feels great because, you know, you left the weekend and, you know, you're trying to get back to that Saturday night you had so much fun, you know, at. So, so naming the colors are really good, but, but no explanation. I came, when I, when I saw it, I was like, I was like, this is just gorgeous. Like, there's no explanation needed. Like, I don't need it. I don't need to know more about it other than the fact that it's the bomb. It's the bomb. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love it. No explanation needed, indeed. No explanation needed for this podcast. No explanation needed for how inspired I feel. I mean, my key takeaways from this podcast to sum it all up are, you know, stay in your own lane, stay focused on you and what it is that you're doing. Trust yourself, trust the space that you're in, trust this journey that you're on, and make sure that you're taking time to reflect on where you're at along your journey so that you can grow and improve along the way. I think that it's so easy from experience. I know it's so easy just being busy, being busy, right? And you're just so caught up with all the busyness of your business that you're not taking the time to stop and reflect and review so that you can improve on what it is you're doing. And we end up just kind of running the rat race. And my Grammy always said the problem with running the rat race is at the end of it, even if you win, you're still a rat, right? So we have to always constantly make sure that we're not just running in circles. We're not running a rat race. We're a beauty boss, okay? A flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. And it's your time to bloom, Beauty Boss. So go out there, break out, ball out, and blossom into the Beauty Boss of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Must Have More Than Makeup. My Must Have Must Have of the week is my Mood Therapy Mask. Boost your mood with a Must Have face mask. Check it out on their Instagram account at Must Have underscore USA. That's at M U S T A E V underscore USA. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.